Listening to Podcast 118 of Hey Arnold Reeducation, where every week two lifelong friends gather to rewatch, review, and relive every episode and movie of the classic Nicktoon Hey Arnold. I am one of your hosts, Michael. And I am host number two, Sean. And host number one is a little sleep deprived, so you're going to get a little <laughs> bit of a different energy. Rumbly tumbly. Previous night, mm. a lot of Tums ingested. Mixed berry, though, which I think might be my, my favorite flavor version of Tums now. Of Tums. So there's that. Yeah. Man, this was the one circumstance that maybe you should have eaten raspberries, and you chose not to. I think there might have been raspberry-flavored Tums, though. There's probably some okay, raspberry-flavored Tums in there. We're on brand. <laughs> I love that for us. Well done. Way mm. to commit to the bit, Michael. Whispering. You know, I didn't want to wake up my wife, but I was, like, whispering, oh, my darling, oh, my darling, oh, my darling, Clementine. <laughs> Dude, we like saying that though. Okay, freaking. Okay, there. I said we weren't gonna have any chatter, but that chat, the chatter, life is gonna find a way, and it's gonna happen one way or another. Uh, like, yes, we had like I want to say it was fourth or fifth grade, and we had we had mandatory, you know, singing, a mandatory singing unit or whatever. This mm. woman, Miss Wilson, came and she would play piano, and we'd have to sing. What that? Freaking fifty and fifty United States, my doe a deer, <laughs> female deer, my favorite things, etc. And I want to say, <laughs> I want to say it was her. At, but yeah, for sure. At some point in, for some, at some point in elementary school, we did have to sing like, "Oh my darling, Clementine" in class, yeah. and we actually learned the history of it, and it's actually very sad. It's like Clementine. It is seems like, like it would be. She's dead. Basically, it's like she died in like a mine. It's a. It's dedicated. It's an ode, you know, kind of swinging country drinking song vibe to a woman who I think died in a mining accident or something like that. Wow. Yeah. Something that's pretty we might, metal. We might need to fact check that, but I think that's that's what I remember him like. That's what this song is about. Like. <laughs> No, I'm not going to spend the time to look up this. That's all right. Hey, what show are we talking about? Today we are talking about... Nice, good, better, very good segue. Today we're talking about Season 2, Episode 5 of Hey Arnold. Um, mm. And you can find our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and Stitcher right up there with the likes of Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend, This is Important, Pod Meets World. Um, uh. Do you have any podcasts that you listen to, Sean? Because I'm just listing the stuff that I listen to. <laughs> uh No, you should just pocket because this is the only podcast that matters in your life. Yes, okay. that's yep. That's, that's the, the correct it's, answer. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, man. And again, uh, I'm hella lazy on Twitter, but I am getting back to posting on our Instagram at PC 118 pod. Mm-hmm. You can also email us with thoughts, suggestions, um, again, thinly veiled threats, PC 118 pod at g- gmail.com. Yes, we accept vitriol. Yes, yes, we are. We're just hasn't come yet, but you know, again, it's only it's only a matter of time. Um, especially as these characters, as our takes on these characters get ever the spicier, ever the hotter. So let's get right into it. Uh, today's first episode, part one of episode five of season two, Monkey Business, which mm. aired on October sixth, nineteen ninety-seven, aka what would have been my my lady's fifth, yeah, fifth birthday, yeah. How about that? Um, (laughs) uh, Written by Steve Vixton, directed by Tuck Tucker, in which an organ grinder's monkey kisses Helga, who is then convinced she has caught 
a disease known as monkey nucleosis. <laughs> to which I say, what what the hell was this episode? <laughs> what the hell was this episode? Um, I propose an edit instead of monkey nucleosis. We just call it the monkey nuke. The monkey that nuke. makes it a lot okay. easier. Monkey nuke, goes yeah. quick. Yep, less perfect. Of a, less of a mouthful. Monkey nuke it is. Yeah. Uh, this definitely was a what the fuck episode, yeah. but it also is the WebMD episode, mm-hmm. and I'm a fan of that. That's hilarious. We're gonna say way that... to go ahead of their time. <laughs> I was gonna say this is ultimately about yeah, this is ultimately about the perils of self diagnosis, <laughs> which often comes up for me. I'm always t- I've told my kids I'm like you can only watch so many TikToks to inform you of your mental state before you have to like uh, yes, you know, d- d- stop kind of doom scrolling the feed there. Um, yeah, this was yeah. Is is the limit one? one? It should <laughs> because, be ideally. Yeah. Ideally, it should be. Is the limit but zero? It's pretty, <laughs> the limit. The limit exists, and the limit is zero. Honestly, it starts with Mr. Simmons giving this presentation on like yeah. outdated diseases that have since been debunked by by modern science, yeah. and it's like I can see that I can see how that would be kind of cool, right? To like maybe like pique a group of fourth graders' interest in science, but at the same time. Yeah. For kids who are pretty impressionable, and like uh, I mean, one thing that we will that we will definitely that we, I think we already know, but we'll come to know even more as the show goes, is how prone to super imaginative thinking and like rabbit hole sort of like paranoia that these a lot of these kids are actually prone yeah. to. So maybe mm-hmm. maybe this is like again, this timeline is a little inconsistent with the air date order. So maybe this was like maybe like the first. Like maybe this is like week two or three of Mr. Simmons's time with the kids. Maybe he hasn't fully felt that out just yet. Because <laughs> the slideshow's pretty messed up. Like Oh, absolutely. And it's like on that old school projector style mm-hmm. too, which is like, I don't know, makes it even creepier. Mm-hmm. Um but when they're showing the like treatments of like oh the leeches, blood bloodletting, blood stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My my brain instantly went to that episode of Drunk History, like YouTube <laughs> Drunk History, not streaming service Drunk History, where I forget who the fuck it is, but like, the guy's just like through crying laughter explaining how stupid medicine was back then. He's like, here, oh, this will help throw some leeches on there. Here's some snakes. And it's just like the actors are just throwing like yeah. shit all over the fucking I, person. I, I do like yeah, that. ew, exactly. This is gross. <laughs> I, I always thought there's an old uh, SNL sketch where like Steve Martin was the host and he was, plays like a medieval barber, but every, every yeah everything he recommends that's actually really funny. I'm pretty sure it's on YouTube. Um, like Bill Murray comes in and he's like super messed up. He like his like legs are broken or whatever. Um, so he's already like lost a lot of <laughs> lost a lot of blood. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, in which um. And then Steve Martin is like, well, my good man, you'll feel a lot better after a good bleeding. And then he's like, well, I've already, I've already lost a lot of blood. I just told you. And then he goes, hey, who's the barber here? <laughs> it's fucking so stupid. <laughs> Which, speaking of bloodletting, if, uh, if you don't watch It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, for one, you should. Uh, but for two, they're trying to like find out one of the characters' heritage and see if he is or is not related to another character. Okay. But they also are trying to run a series of different tests, so they just bleed the <laughs> fuck out of Danny DeVito. <laughs> and the entire remainder of the episode, he's like super jaundiced <laughs> and like in a wheelchair getting wheeled around and shit. 
it's so great it's so okay well that i mean i think as we've said before like that that definitely ties in because again in our um continually like fan cast live action hey arnold like he would absolutely be ernie so yeah totally 100 so so far we've got danny devito and david cross uh let's keep that running as we figure out who's who Uh, what i found this episode to be and i mean it's interesting because it's only like a couple episodes removed but this is sort of like just the more comedic version of helga's love potion where she thinks she's going through this thing and Mm. her you know her whole being is now sort of affected by this what ultimately is like in you know is a state of mind for sure yeah um so it's more a combination of yeah the the paranoia I guess of Helga's love potion, and the mm. the comedic dramatic elements of Magic Show. So it yeah. definitely feels like it's it's in that lineage of of episodes for Hel- like Hel- the, this particular Helga trope. Like this is like kind of the third instance. Like that that was my read of it. Um, upon yeah. This viewing. No, that's a that's a fair take. I mean, it's it's the uh, what it's the Captain Falcon to the Ganondorf, right? Like this mm. is the Echo Fighter of, of right the on. Smash Bros. Oh, universe, nice. right? Good pull. Um, I did not read that far into it first viewing, but now that you've said it, like yeah, it shares a good amount of those plot notes. Um, you know, trying to talk herself out of it, dissuade herself out of it, yeah. to find herself exactly in what she uh. I don't know, is, is like we said, self-diagnosing, right? And she's she's walking herself into it, creating this self-fulfilling prophecy yeah. almost. <laughs> yeah, like, and I didn't realize the name of the book was literally, and she says it out loud, oh, here it is, Fabled Diseases of Old Long Since Debunked, of dise- Fabled Diseases of Old Long Since Debunked by Modern Science. Yeah. <laughs> and, Which, by the way, a beautiful library setup they did there, too. Oh, they drew sure. it really nicely. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think that was the same. We that's actually like we saw that the outside of that library in Arnold's hat because it's got like the gargoyles with the gate and stuff. But like she goes, we see on the inside, it's like this like gothic vibe. It's like you know, it's pretty dope. You know, it's very apothecary esque, I suppose. Um, yeah, and uh, oh yeah, we did get a, a lot of good uh, one-liners though, and yes. we got a great, great Italian accent. I was, which I thought yeah. I, I thought it was a fever dream. I'm not gonna lie, I thought I imagined it, mm. but then he opened his <clears> mouth. <throat> He's like, I'm sorry, my monkey. He thinks he seems to like you. <laughs> like my my two notes. The first one is, do I remember this guy having a like really mad Italian accent? And then, okay, no, I remember that. <laughs> like that's a two in sequence. But yeah, so I totally forgot about that element too. And I went on this little, I went on this little uh, rabbit hole because you know this is. There are certain things in these episodes where it's like, oh, this is just something that we saw a lot in the 90s. Like, there was a lot of organ grinders yeah. in the 90s. There was a lot of just monkey-related content in, in in our pop culture in general. There was a bit of a of a of a overlap there. Not to take away from us, but I feel like that is a very stereotypical Italian oh, accent. If someone was absolutely. like, "Hey, can you do an Italian accent?" Yeah. <laughs> it's yes. a lot of people would be able to put that one out. So I did a little. I actually did a little. Like it's been a while. It's been a while since I did this. I did a like a mini like deep dive. I didn't go into the whole thing, but I wondered to myself like, why are organ grinders always like portrayed as like Italian immigrants? And that's just <laughs> literally why it was. So organs, these types of organs, originated in France and Germany, but they were built by like italian folks who like immigrated into those countries and then a lot of those italian immigrants then 
you know, came to the came to America. So in, in, in New York City specifically, the massive influx of Italian immigrants led to a situation where by 1880, nearly one in 20 Italian men in certain areas no were organ grinders. Way. So it just became a thing. What? It was just... What is that sentence? <laughs> one in 20, Michael? <laughs> it gets better. Um, no, it doesn't. It Stop. Does, I so. can't take it. So in New York, where monkeys were commonly used by organ grinders, Mayor Fiorella LaGuardia banned the instruments from the streets in 1935, citing traffic congestion, the, quote, begging inherent in the profession, and organized crime's role in renting out the machines. In the concrete jungle where dreams are made of? Yeah, in the wet, yeah I thought it was wet dream tomato, but that works too. I must be listening to the radio edits. Sorry. I mean, probably, yes. Yeah. Scientific... There's just a lot of like little nice little like Helga Helga things in this. Um, so Paramount yes. I don't, on Paramount Plus. So I, there's no captions on the DVD. So when I watch it with captions on Paramount Plus, it actually refers to her when she goes. <gasps> it's it's called a lovelorn sigh. Love that. So mm. we'll just you know mm. we'll, we'll just use that as such in the vocab from now Perfect. on. Lovelorn um, sigh. <laughs> Helga seems to be like the one person. Who is aware, who consumes like real world pop culture within yes. this universe? Because she was reading Archie comics. Yeah. And then later she call in this later in the second half, she calls, uh, she calls Arnold and Gerald Skipper and Gilligan. So there's that. Yes. Um, yeah. Yes. Reading her shoujo manga. Yes. Oh yeah. It's just so funny. Honestly, it's like, again, like she was just, you know, she's just a very high emotion, high, high emotionality to her character and. Yeah, I think she just wants to believe in something so much, which is maybe yes. why she like falls so far down this monkey rabbit hole. Um, even <laughs> reading out loud, scientifically implausible symptoms of this disease include with this old ass like hatch drawings and like cross hatching like relief. It looks it, like the like the political cartoons we had to yeah. look at in AP US history. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> You got the monkey nuke. A little bit. My yeah, God. No. She did a great job of getting everybody to visit her on her deathbed, though. Like, even if it was, you know, under the pretense of giving them shit, mm -hmm. she did a good job. Yeah, people came through and they see, I guess they see, the, the, the possessions she gave away all seem to make sense, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. For yeah, everybody. Yeah. Like, I don't, we don't really know Nadine that well. Um, but yeah, I guess, I guess she could use a tuba. She could, she could make use of a tuba. Rhonda, Rhonda, yeah. Rhonda is the fashionista, so of course she gets the yeah. dresses. Stinky with the paddle ball, a, a yep. rat keen paddle ball. He had a great time with that paddle ball. <laughs> that he did. Yeah, it's just funny that she just has like, you know, it's just you know, it's like I guess things that practical things that everybody could could make use of. Even the yeah, and telling teeth. Arnold he's okay. He's a, yes, that, I guess that was the big that was the big that was the big uh, dinner ball <laughs> of the story. <laughs> Got him. I will say that the uh, and I'm not a monkey echoing outside of the window is a is a great use of the uh, <laughs> echoing voice outside of window thing. <laughs> That's true. I mean, I guess that I mean that was all she really wanted. Speaking like yeah. really though, speaking of monkeys, like what do you think of the? I guess I found it really off putting as a kid too. But like, what did you think of the character design of the monkey, her, her patient zero, <laughs> as it were? Like, and which, what's more off-putting, full-tooth smile or, like, underbite with, like, the one tooth sticking out? Oh, my fucking God. So, undertooth? So, I'm going I'm to throw underbite? both in just so you can see, like, fresh. But go ahead. Yeah. I think underbite with one tooth feels more, like, comedic and light. 
and full tooth grin looks creepy. Yes. Ah, oh, shit. It's a fang, though. Oh, it is a fang, yeah. Uh, oh. I didn't notice uh, that. <laughs> oh, man. If I had to choose one, though, I think I would take the fang. Yeah, for sure. That, yeah, I don't want the grin. Like, this one is even worse. This is the grin. Like, And I guess it's a game-recognized game because they both had, like, unibrows and stuff. So maybe that's why. And she was kind of yeah. scowling. Like, that is yeah. freaking terrifying. Come on. Oh, absolutely like, yeah but that's also just like the stereotypical smile face yeah like for sure if he just replaced his entire like upper two-thirds of his yeah. head with just like two straight dots that's just the smiley face yeah. smiley it just bad. like licked her elbow too gross yeah it's <laughs> it's bad <laughs> sucks helga this... sorry i wish deal with this. I, these are probably like public domain i could probably find like all the monkey sounds though that were used in this episode like my, oh, my favorite yeah. was this this when she walks past the mirror like in her hallway and she's like oh crap <laughs> yeah. maybe i got something he's like, he's like <laughs> but then there was like yeah but then later you have like that Yeah, it's, she's eating a banana yeah. too from the so fruit the bowl notes. the the foyer fruit bowl it's i don't, I don't the know the foyer fruit just, bowl yeah and i guess that would remind you to get fruit as soon as you get to the bottom of the stairs but whatever um to say fruit fruit the more you as a <laughs> true thanks dr stevie brule the thing that always sort i think this always put me off as a kid for sure was like though the dream sequence like the oh yeah victorian horror dream sequence that was kind of i felt like watching the uh like the wolfman remake for with benicio yes. del toro and yes mr simmons voice is the the victorian scientist guy presenting phoebe uh sorry helga as the monkey it's messed up i don't know and like all the gray-faced people and every like it's it's one of the more like grisly type dream sequences though and it's, it's definitely not the last yeah it's it definitely it made me uncomfortable as a child and it still makes me uncomfortable as an adult it was a it was a dirty one like i don't know as kind as our organ grinder friend was it still was just like so out of place it looked like they were in a graveyard like mm -hmm. it was twilight like no, nothing about it was comforting, and it was all, all unsettling. It was, yeah, it was kind of like groomy in nature. It's like, oh, there you are, my sweet little monkey. I've been looking for you all night. Yeah. Or whatever the hell he said, like, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I can't, I can't really deal with that. <laughs> yeah, but she's not a monkey. No, and she's not a monkey. And vice versa. Yep. Which I guess that's absolutely the, that's the main takeaway. Oh wait, uh, actually, several entries in the uh, Helga sick burns inventory mm. klutz yutz give them to me klutz yutz yep, yep. hair boy which i thought yep. we had already gotten but maybe this is the first one um oh well, i guess she calls she calls gerald tall hair boy and i guess arnold yeah. is just regular hair boy so there's that interchangeable yeah and paste for brains and that's same it. got a nice one i think one of my favorite brainy brainy backfists that's what we should call them brainy backfists there we go um yeah rolls off the top yeah, like hanging upside down in the hollow of the tree with the acorns then raining down after nice nice visual touch good good yeah good comedy that's just good well done good comedy physical comedy <laughs> oh my god um love that oh and i think the angry we, we see him we don't we we only hear him off screen but i think you know like the angry bald guy the same guy he's like ah, i gotta get my head waxed that dude i'm yeah, pretty sure yeah. he's the one who went 
I told you not a socket wrench. A monkey wrench. A monkey a wrench. Monkey wrench. <laughs> extra, extra. City Zoo it, builds new monkey cages. Just the like ham-fisted beat over the head of whatever the topic is. is championship, so championship box. It's so good. It's so fucking. I didn't good. know what to get you for our anniversary this year, so I got you this box. That's what I got you. I was like, hey, watch where you're going, you big ape. Like, okay, sure. <laughs> yeah. There we had, there was just a lot of monkey content in the 90s for kids. You had Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. My favorite was always Monkey from Dexter, the superhero monkey. That was probably yep. my gold standard. Yeah. You had MVP, most valuable primate. Yeah. Where he plays hockey. Absolutely. And then I don't I don't know if it's the same monkey, but there's the sequel where the monkey skateboards and it's MVP, most vertical primate. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure okay there was a lot of monkey content huh because yeah. you also have like mojo jojo Dun- uh-huh. dunstan checks in with the kid from uh-huh. oh my god with the kid from the santa claus sorry yeah <laughs> um, i mean curious george has been around literally yeah. forever but he was just as popular then as he is oh, now yeah. absolutely yeah for sure i mean i guess like what is like gorilla con- you could go going go into the weeds like george of the jungle meet joe young mighty joe, mighty young. joe young sorry i was gonna say yeah. that was, i was mixing it up with me joe black um definitely not the same movie <laughs> <laughs> definitely not no. <laughs> oh my god uh yeah outbreak yeah planet of the apes with mark Wahlberg. Um, 28 days later 28 days, 28 days later yeah good pull uh-huh oh congo oh, dude congo congo uh, that movie's yeah. messed up that movie's crazy um, yeah. Jumanji, yeah. yeah, little boy, oh God. little boy messes up, tries to cheat, gets turned into a monkey. Yeah, yeah, a lot of yeah, it was just a good. It was nineties was a solid decade for monkeys. Oh, and DK sixty four, fuck yeah, finally here re- recording for you. <laughs> wow. Banger track, banger <laughs> track. I have to say, it was. A, I never knew what that. I never. I didn't. I had no working real familiarity with DK sixty four. So whenever that song came on playing melee, I'm like, why do I have to listen to this? Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I want the swing. I want the big band swing uh, mm-hmm. track, but that's okay. Uh, it, it, I I learned to live with it. Oh, I had more to say about this episode than I thought we would. So, but that was good. That was fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's we'll a lot it. to be mined from it. Okay, absolutely. All right, shall we move on? Yeah, let's talk about another animal. I know. Uh, yeah, this creature. thing. This this episode got this this episode was animalistic AF. Uh, see, well, yeah, there's, I guess there was still a fair amount of like aquatic animal stuff in the nineties. We'll get to that rabbit hole, but, uh, the second half of this episode is big Caesar, uh, written by Jonathan Rosenthal. I think new writer alert. Don't recall hearing that name yet. Uh, and Craig Bartlett uh, directed by Dan Povenmire. So we get the SpongeBob, uh, the SpongeBob correlation there. Um, Mm -hmm. Arnold and Gerald do us, I think. It's, this is really charmingly written. Like I think someone from like the UK or Britain might have written this. Before this um, is all over, I think we really should visit, go down to a river and throw some rocks. Because every time they say it, uh, and to which Gerald suggested it, suggested again at the very top of this episode, it just sounds fun. I don't know, dude. Like I remember skip. Like there was there'd be even just a the blacktop of the boys and girls club that I grew up going to. Like when it rained. Like the, it would kind of dip, so like there would be a big ass mm. pond that I always collected, and it was just always the coolest thing in the world to like skip to like success, successfully skip a rock. So oh yeah, that's always no, it's seems, one of those feelings yeah. that's like just I don't know. There's a little bit of success to it. It is, yeah. It does feel very <laughs> feels very satisfying. Um, no. Yeah, there's a lot, and there's a lot of contest centric episodes. I think in this yes. show, it's yes, maybe one for of the sure. more 
one of the more prominent ones that gets featured and it's okay i think i feel like i liked this episode better as a kid than i did on mm. this one but I, I definitely still had fun with it i think i spent more time this episode laughing at the characters than being invested in the narrative yeah for sure you know what i mean for sure like the the jokes landed more effectively this time uh-huh um, than they probably did when I was a kid. Uh, yeah, I think the main the main driver of the comedy was this. This was kind of like opening up the can of Grandpa's increasingly just like manic personality. I suppose, especially yeah. it was interesting because I was like, oh, it's because you get you get we get you know we get another you know pretty pretty standard like Gerald um, Gerald urban legend here. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like it was a lot shorter than some of the other ones. So I was like, oh, like, mm. I think for me, the the big, uh, the Weezened one is still my favorite, like, urban legend yes. monologue. Yeah, it's a great one. But this one's cool. I like the, the bit, the, I always, I totally forgot about the big Caesar, like, Greek mosaic thing, which is yeah. dope as hell. Like, it'd it be is. super cool to, like, if Craig Bartlett ever, like, auctions a sell of that, <laughs> that would be pretty interesting to see what it goes for. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so you have the Gerald, you have the Gerald uh, urban legend. And then a few minutes later, you get one, grandpa, one of grandpa's flashback stories. So it's interesting yeah. hearing like the contrast between how they tell those stories. Yeah, we just get it's it's interesting. Yeah, like, I guess uh, grandpa gets more starts to get more involved in whatever it is that Arnold has going on, which is nice. But like kind of imposing Maybe this is part of part of where okay here we are here we are, um, mm-hmm. perhaps the seeds of hate Arnold are ultimately sowed by Grandpa because I think he ha- he himself has has a habit of inserting himself into the goings on of his grandson's life you know and like hey yeah please take my antique fishing equipment in order to basically like do what i could not <laughs> with this fish like he even says he's like it, it comes a time in every young boy's life when he's got to go after big caesar yeah, big he's like caesar. And you're not quite ready but i'm getting impatient <laughs> yeah <laughs> see but the difference there is that grandpa has his age to lean on and okay. like he has been you know a provider for arnold and mm-hmm. other people so for Arnold That's to just true. feel like he's so rightfully taking up this mantle just because he's following in his grandpa's <laughs> footsteps. He's full of shit. Fuck you, Arnold. <laughs> but I will say, in this particular episode, I did say, okay, this feels like the more, like, actual altruistic Arnold as we yes. see through the rest yeah. of the episode yeah, versus, yeah, yeah. like, having his own benefit from it. Like, this is actively him yeah. putting a benefit of winning the prize aside mm-hmm. to do something that is probably morally sound. And then you also get the Moby Dick motif, right? Or mm-hmm. maybe not the, the most Jaws Moby Dick motif, slash Moby like, Dick a little. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like removing the, uh, the thing that's oh, alien. Yeah. Uh, the, what's it called? I'm the big forgetting Caesar, which the exactly yeah. it is, but uh-huh. yeah. The gaff um, is like, I thought it was a harpoon, which is like a hook on a stick essentially. Exactly. Yeah. You get that motif of like, this is why it's been pissed off forever. And mm-hmm. only through partnership with the human race can we survive. Yeah. And very nice. Very, yeah. Very environmentally friendly episode. Absolutely. Uh, but we also get Illuminati stinky and that's like yes. a high point of this episode. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Like th- the whole sequence with Harold and Stinky and like being a spiritualist fisher man guide. <laughs> He's psycho. I saw it in a dream. I have to concentrate. Fucking <laughs> good. So good. Yeah, so good. Reverse, like yeah. that did not land for me as a kid as well as it does now. Like that banger. 
banger. Sir, this is a photo of Hedy Lamar. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> like, oh my god. Like, it was all the little, like, yeah. There's like kind of a subplot, just like the little things. There's gags. Into there's the there's a lot of exactly. good, like, and they're all, and I think they are all, like, kind of in, I guess, like, rooted in character ultimately, where, like, yeah. And even Grandpa has a level of self awareness. He's like, I swear, I'm like, I'm not making this up. Although, I'm 80 years old, so maybe I am the, making this up. But why do I have all this fishing gear? <laughs> this photographic evidence. <laughs> yes. It's, he's, he kind of questions himself. It's, it's really funny. Um, yeah. But honestly, though, like, I double checked and like Hedy Lamar died, I think, in 2000 at the age of 85. However, mm. that meaning, like, canonically here like she told her and grandpa would have been the same age like essentially yeah. so like it's yeah, entirely possible research. that they had a thing and that was a uh, my favorite gag of this episode is is the pookie stone of captain ahab yeah going, making it up making it up <laughs> yes that's a fake parrot <laughs> why didn't i marry Hedy lamar when i had the chance and they actually i didn't i don't know if paramount still plays it but i th- on the dvd i think um you hear them can grandma and grandpa continue to argue about like whether or not grandpa could have realistically pulled Hedy Lamar <laughs> in his prime. <laughs> but it's like, okay, I guess that actually did happen. Like, so again, like this real world entertainment references yeah. continuing on into the, into the show. So yeah, that's funny. Absolutely. And I do like, you could see like, she was just, I forgot she was on a peg leg. Like a, she had a yeah. peg leg mounted yeah. to her knee. So she was just standing on one foot for the entire duration of the city. The city fishing contest. Bitch, grandma. One of the, be- oh, one of the better, one of the better Pookie Sonas. I totally forgot how much I love oh. that. I used to say that all the time to myself as a kid to make myself laugh. Way up there. <laughs> Way up there. And I mean, the fishing sequence is pretty cool too, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, it's, I don't know. I just came off of, uh, I played a lot of Resident Evil 4 and I played uh-huh. a lot of the remake, of course. Uh-huh. And it like is super reminiscent of, oh, that, yes. of that boss fight in oh, a lot of ways, yeah. especially with it like jumping over the boat. <laughs> classic, do classic, they, terrifying. Do they, do they still do the classic. thing in the game where like if you, sh- in the remake, if you shoot the water, doesn't it just come up and kill you right yeah. from the jump? Yeah. Okay. Something like that. Yeah. 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 Almost, almost all of the like uh-huh. tongue in cheek things are there, except the, uh, the laser hallway is, is, is glaringly not mm-hmm. evan is not a uh, not present i uh did you i liked that the boat's name was pookie in the flashback yeah. that was cute that was nice i mean yeah. and that's kind of what you do right you like name your boat after like boats are his generally like i think historically traditionally like female named and it's yeah. always like someone like mm-hmm. significant to the the person the boat the boater whatever the person the sailor yeah. whatever um old- it makes sense but Helga's boat was named Olga One, which I'm like, okay, I guess that's that's probably Big Bob's boat or some shit. Um, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, it could have just been the family boat or the family boat in general. <laughs> you know, they, they didn't. And they don't give a shit another about and another instance of the second instance of there's no way we are blank blah blah blah. I cannot believe mm. we're blank blah blah blah. But this is yep. the one that I always think of uh, whenever I think of that particular the swan boat. catchphrase. Yes. Obviously, whoever's watched the episode or is planning on watching the episode, this is the spoiler. Oh my God, they catch lock lockjaw. See exactly. <laughs> oh, what here I'm we go. Bring about. it, bring it, bring you it. You mix them all together at yeah. this point. They capture Big Caesar. They realize, oh, there's sorrow in his eyes. Infant and, sorrow. Oh, yeah. He doesn't want to live this life, this captive life. <laughs> so they let him go. Um, and they don't feel they, terrible. Yeah, which 
I mean, you said it earlier, and this is what I was thinking about this episode, was this is the Echo Fighter to Lockjaw, right? Like, yeah. it's a different lens that you're approaching the episode with, but, I mean, it's a similar thing. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the Mr. Simmons moral here is that Arnold is a scaly. A scaly, is that a term for folks who have an affinity for aquatic creatures and setting them free? There you go. Okay. okay. Maybe not setting them free, oh, but, okay. you know. <laughs> that's not that. that's not the lesson everybody okay. it's not um <laughs> but yeah no it's it's like eerily reminiscent right yeah. like you have this fabled creature that like gets a whole you know gerald backstory introed by sid and you know arnold is the person to forge the connection and arnold is the person to uh to relieve the pressure as it mm -hmm. will but what i would argue is that in the big caesar episode arnold's a little bit more like oh i'm doing this for myself to, to feel good about myself mm -hmm. uh Versus this episode, like I said earlier, I, I think this is the actual altruist Arnold. Like, he knows that it's a competition. They work their asses off. They trained for this. They catch what they know will be the winning, like, fish for the competition. With a lot of creativity, might I add. Yeah. Um, the real thing? I always choose... thought that was cool. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know if it would work. but Probably it, not. Smart. Yeah. Way to think on your toes. Yeah. But yeah, this is the good Arnold. This is like, no. Mm -hmm. This is, we should We should let him go. Like. Mm -hmm. And we'll bring back this little thing, but we're not going to brag about it. We're not going to, like, gloat. We're just going to do this thing. It does end, I guess, like, in an, in an honest place, or more so a place of integrity, which I think yes. is more like what they kind of drive home, and uh, yeah. particularly in this phase of the show, I want to say. Um, yeah. The only thing that I kind of take issue with is how it's like, oh, we just need, like, we need that contrast. So, like, generally speaking, in instances like this, and he always comes around, but still, like, I, it always, it's, it's always like a hard pill for me to swallow when we're in the insinuation is that Gerald has this sort of like, he, he gets very, as, a little too aspirational at times, or he sees mm -hmm. like dollar signs or whatever. And, depending on what he's doing and yeah so it's always like oh, like oh i guess it's like we need to have someone for like arnold to play off of and have some kind of conflict but it doesn't last too long gerald eventually is like okay fine just let him cut him loose before i change my mind yeah. and yeah. it all it all ends okay you know yeah and then last thing i have about it is i think it's hilarious that stinky says thank you your honor to the, to the mayor oh, like i just think that's so fucking I guess, funny yeah i mean he's, he's, he's got he's got that he's a southern boy he's got he's yeah got, he's got manners he's a very yeah. he's a good-natured kid we're gonna absolutely gonna see more more of that as we go again absolutely. i'm i'm just so damn impatient for this for like the the stinky the stinky highlights it's gonna be a yeah. while but it's gonna be it's yeah. gonna be worth it Oh, they'll be good when we get there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, two animal themed episodes. That's interesting. I mean, yeah, uh -huh. it's a. Uh, yeah, package them together. That was to fun. spread them out too that much. That was fun. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, man. Yeah, I think that's it for this week, as far as I know. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Agree. Okay. Let's move on to the morals, friend. Sound good, for sure. Um, so thank you all for, for riding with us here. Um, again, don't mind. If you're watching on Paramount Plus, don't mind the weird thing. Just consult the. The release order on Wikipedia. That being said, next week's episode will be... Oh, I'm so excited. Um, next week's episode will be Ransom. And the what I'm really pumped for is Miss Perfect, the introduction of one Lila Sawyer. Uh, and go. just the girls being terrible. It, it's just hate hate, hate the girls is what that... <laughs> is what that uh, episode will be. I can't, I, I, yes. I, I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, um, but anyway... So let's see here. I want to say the Mr. Simmons morals for this week are um, mm -hmm. pertaining to monkey business. Again, do not self-diagnose oneself. Yep. Don't do exactly. that. Don't do that. Yep. Consult a professional 
to see if your concerns have been already debunked by modern science and yeah. that's monkeys are fucking awesome and you know i, I miss iconic i miss i miss pop monkeys in pop culture that's that's another moral for bring me them for back this week. <laughs> um and <laughs> damn sometimes fame and riches are not worth compromising the uh safety of a like thousands slash millions of years old badass fish thing that's absolutely yeah. it i would also say that if you want to win a local fishing competition join the illuminati <laughs> that works too <laughs> that was the the sitar st- yeah. music sting yeah. that they threw in there that's what that, that's what that sound was all right y'all and as always um never eat raspberries unless sometimes they are raspberry flavored tums and you need them to try and sleep through the night like i did last night in which case do eat them <laughs>